Welcome everyone. Here on Women of Color in Business, you will find your tribe of brilliant and bold women of color entrepreneurs. Our goal is to expose you to the concept of being a brave, successful entrepreneur while prioritizing your wellness throughout your journey. On this podcast, I will interview fantastic women of color entrepreneurs in all stages of business. This platform will also provide you with mental health solutions, great meditations, affirmations, small step tools for creating great habits, and a whole lot more. Our total focus is to inspire and assist your success journey holistically and in wellness. Thank you for joining us today and choosing to learn and grow with us. Women of Color in Business is sponsored by Savor Living. Savor Living produces a bold, beautiful, and holistic self-care box for individual purchase, subscription purchase, as well as servicing entrepreneurs and corporate wellness programs. Well, hello. So joining us today is Leah of Valencia Key. Uh, We're so happy you're here with us today. We're going to begin by letting you introduce yourself and your business. I'm so excited and honored to be here with you. I am Leah Valencia Key. I created, um, my company is called Valencia Key. Valencia meaning brave. It's a whole story, how I found it on a journey. Hopefully we can get into that. And key is that concept of unlocking. So I consider it wearable joy, wearable light, wearable possibility. So every time you wear or have or carry or share Valencia key in your life or to your loved ones, it's um, that symbolic um, inspiration that all things are possible to unlock your bravery, unlock your light and unlock your possibility in the world. Oh, wonderful. I love that. Unlock the key to unlock all those wonderful, passionate things. So what led you, um, Leah, to starting your business? Oh, so good. So I come from immense poverty and I love, I love to share that because, um, your, my mother, the, the big key phrase that I say was the first light that was unlocked in my life was, um, we went from poverty to destitute when my mother broke her leg in several places and she couldn't afford this little small one bedroom apartment that we lived in, in this really rough impoverished neighborhood. And that sent us to a homeless shelter. And I always share that because the first day we landed in the homeless shelter, my mother looked down It's my siblings and myself, um, my sister, my brother and I, and she looked down at us and she said, in the midst of like darkness, you hear moaning and profanity and just hopelessness all around in that room and she looked down and said your predicament doesn't determine your destiny and she spoke those wonderful words and I was about third grade so it's it's about age eight right into my life right at such an early age and Mm -hmm. so I held on to that like no matter what's going on around me 
Oh, wow. Uh, I have a destiny and, and all I have to do is, is follow that inner whisper. And so that destiny took me, um, (laughs) to just listening to my heart and creativity has always been, um, I feel like where I come alive. So anyone who's listening, listen to what's inside of you to tell you, um, where your business can be and it'll manifest over time. So also don't pressure yourself. I went through different journeys. I got my master's in education. I um, realized that that was beautiful, but I wanted to follow art. So then I got my cosmetology license, right? (laughs) And so all of these things are happening as I'm trying to find my way in life. So Uh I like sharing that because as a business owner, um, sometimes the world kind of tells us we need to know it. Like, right. And, and it can't shift. Right. And I don't agree with that. I think all aspects of the journey of your life will build your business. It's building mm. blocks towards your business, right? That that um, undergrad in business and that master's in education I got was there. And then I go to cosmetology school and that unlocked this creativity. And I got to... Um, five years of nose, but I finally got to work at QVC as a stylist. Mm -hmm. And that unlocked some greatness to see dream people that have big dreams and Mm. people that are making dreams happen. So hosts were taking people's dreams and sharing it to the world. And these dreamers, these business owners, I was styling them. And I got to see, wow, you can be a business. I from poverty, I didn't even really know how a business was created. Honestly, ah. I know that's kind of <laughs> small, but being behind the scenes, I got to see hardworking people having an idea, having a dream, and just putting their all into it and bringing it out to the world. And what I realized was, if you have love and intention, a deeper mission than the physical product. And you pour that love and intention in the physical product, in the receiver's hands, it becomes life-changing for them because it's an all-around experience. Mm -hmm. And then I start to think of my journey in life. And as I styled um, these wonderful hearts, the last thing that they would say was, what bracelet am I going to wear? What earrings am I going to put on? Like right Mm -hmm. before they would go out to a big stage or on air where no one else could walk out with them. It uh-huh. was like seal, this armor, if you will, this um, of confidence that would go with them. And I start to realize my journey of life because my mother passed early and in her passing, I had become like a product of my environment at a young age. Uh-huh. And she had told me when I was young, um, do I want to follow or lead? And she asked me that question. And then she left me with a message. I can choose to lead my life and I could choose to lead it to the destiny. And that followed me through. So out of darkness, I would lead my life, just how I was being in uh-huh. the world, in light. And I start to think about that as I'm styling these women. And before my mother passed, she passed at an early age, honestly, due to poverty. Um, so she passed super young, but she got to see me leading my life and she oh, got wow. to see me deciding that my predicament wasn't my destiny. Wonderful. And the last um, message that I truly remember her giving me was um, 
that, oh, I see you leaving. And she gave me these little earrings. And she said, sometimes you're not going to be able to find your light. But always wear your earrings every day because all you have to do is maybe you look in the mirror and you see them, maybe you touch them, maybe you click it on and let that be a reminder that you have the light within. All you have to do is choose it and unlock it. And that was symbolic (laughs) for me um, that I would just hand sketch jewelry on my own for my personal therapy as I'm like Uh going in college and all these things. It was Uh therapeutic for me. But as I got around these wonderful dreamers that were making businesses happen Uh and I start to see the power of truly locking on earrings and bracelets and remembering what my mother said, I was like, oh, I have intention and light that I want to put into something physical in these forms that my mother had inspired me to be these reminders of how you can find and keep going in life. And that's how I actually decided um, to create Valencia Key, to be these wearable reminders, to go out with you in the world. Wow. Amazing. I love that you shared your journey with us because you gave us a lot of great things to think about. One being that the journey is not always a straight shot. It's not always from A to Z. You may, go, you may go in circles. You may track back some. And you're going to, sometimes always... you drop down, like you yeah. said. I, I, lo- I need to stay on that because I had a master's degree. I mean, right. put that parentheses in the world. Right. I didn't, couldn't even make a real salary with that. But then I go back and get a cosmetology license and was sweeping salon floors gotcha. to learn that craft. So but you just got to have a dream mm-hmm. and let the dream go from one dream to another dream. God's going to keep blessing you with what God has for you. And you just take it millimeter by millimeter. Right, right. So step by step, following mm-hmm. it, um, it appears your intuition, your internal messenger versus the outside messages, because I'm sure the outside messenger said, why are you going for cosmetology and you got a master's in education? What are you doing in this? (laughs) But you followed your internal messenger, which said, this is where I need to be right now. Um, This is part of the journey. And I think that's a big piece for us, you know, inspiring or just beginning or even years along entrepreneurs that it doesn't always look so clear and so form so much like the formula we're used yeah. to hearing about. Yeah. Right? Um, it's worth it to be able to embrace the unknown. Yes. I think I think my magic is embracing the unknown. Uh-huh. I, I think my magic is um it's a gift and a curse, uh-huh. <laughs> I must admit, because, um, you know, I'm not rigid and, I, and I'm and i not, um, I'm not necessarily a structured being, like gotcha. um, one, two, three, four, I'm one, eight, nine, 20, right. sometimes I'm probably going to get up with a hundred, right? Like, right. And, and that's the magic because people yeah. like that, that purity, um, and it it leads to experiencing all of what God has for you. And, yes. and so I think when you're creating a business, um, you should have that structure. 
but then leave it out. I think God, I'm, I'm, I believe in God and I think God, um, will guide you in some real wild things that get whispered right. in your brain and you're like, what? Right. master's program the money gotta be here right right like and but then god said no you had to do that right you had to do that like you come from poverty you you had to get um some education under you 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 Mm -hmm. had to learn how to get through a system right you could understand a system right? right And so everything that you do is not necessarily the overt why. Got you. And so, but but the the real why is inside of you. And if anyone's listening, I think um, if my one message is listen to your inner light, because that's where all the possibility is, and that's where all the truth is. But it's not going to make sense. But if you lead in that. God is going to guide you to why that's important. And you just need to listen. Yes, yes, yes. Please embrace that, listeners. That is very key. Um, It's not going to always make sense, but it's leading you. It's kind of like if someone told you to read this 1,000-page book and you're on page one, there's no way by looking at page one, you're going to understand the entire book. Yeah. And that's kind of what we try to do with our lives and our businesses. We want to read, you know, page one and be like, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do. No, you don't. Yeah. Embrace that you don't and open yourself to be guided. Yes. That, that is guided. the beauty, guided. I yes. listen to the guidedness. And what I realized is everything is a building block. Like, I think that's the answer. Like, honestly, I thought cosmetology wasn't the answer. Like, I thought like, oh my goodness, um, creativity is my joy. That's where I live fully. My mother said, lead my own life. That's where my light shines. That is it. But God said, that's a part of the answer. But I need you to get to that part of the answer because I've got so much more greatness in store for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. But you got to get there first. Get there first. Before, you, before, you, before I can take you over here, I need you to go here first. Exactly. Right. Wonderful. I love that. And I love how your mom was so prophetic in speaking into your life about the way that she did, even in, like you said, being in the dark places, um, walking into that homeless shelter, but being able to come up with something to leave with you guys, to guide you, to hold on to, Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to just giving in to the surroundings and being down and, you know, depressed. Mm -hmm. That was really beautiful. I get emotional thinking about it. And that's why I'm, um, that's why I'm honored to do podcasts like this because I was blessed with that gift, right? For my mother to speak life and my mother didn't do any she spoke life and light into our lives she couldn't physically do it right um, uh stereo society stereotypes had bound her um generational curses had physically bound her but mm-hmm. she did the last thing that she could do was use her brain that god gave her and the mouth of word 
to mm. speak and just try to speak life and light into our children's life. And that has literally been life changing for me. And mm. that's the why of how I'm able to go from glory to glory. And so I, I'm thankful for that. And so every time God gives me a blessing like this to be on a podcast, to speak out um, words into anyone's heart, I know it can change your life. Yeah. If you just grab on the one word, I right. grab on the A word. Like, you don't <laughs> right. think I give me a paragraph. That's the right. word for me. I'm gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I love that because that's the passion behind our mission here is that, um, people will come here and they will take something away with them that's life-changing yeah and they can carry on and grow and expand and share that with others the same way you're doing here yeah. so that's beautiful so mm -hmm. I love that your business you, you started with your creativity and a lot of times our passion and our business start like that it starts very organic it's just what we like to do it's just yeah. something that brings us joy and yeah. we find ourselves doing it regardless. Yeah. So you are sketching your jewelry design. You know, it just came from, okay, it's the pastime that I release my creativity and I just love doing it. It didn't yeah. come from, oh, I'm going to make a business out of this from the beginning. It was no. being you. Yeah. And again, that's being open to that inner messaging, that inner messaging that says, this feels right. This feels like my passion. And then years later down the line, it turns to be your passion in your business. Yes. But you had that time to develop that creativity. So when you first decided uh, from your experience at QVC, styling those beautiful creators, and you decided um, this is something I want to do as a business, how did your business journey begin for you? Oh, hard and still is. <laughs> so I'm right now, uh, business is heart with a T, not a D. Uh, but I say, you've got to have a deeper intention behind it. Uh, and and some other and some people's journey is not going to be that hard. You know, mm -hmm. I come. I come from nothing and I and I'm I'm boldly embracing that and I'm grateful for that. Um, but that means now I've got to scrap everything and I've got mm -hmm. to scrap for everything. Um, so it's very challenging. But my why is that we need this inspiration in life. Like we mm. need these wearable reminders because if you can wear something or have something from someone like me who was in a homeless shelter where society says you shouldn't even know I exist right right if you can physically hold that then whatever your dreams God is whispering in your heart it's that's physical proof that it's possible for you and exactly. I know as humans we need physical proof yes yes have you thought about let's go humanness like if you're in a place where they're playing music and there's a dance floor, normally the dance floor is empty in the beginning, right? Right, and right. Good, right? Right. But no one's dancing. You get one person, normally me, out on the <laughs> dance floor that's just living their fullest life to the music. I open my eyes and I turn around and the dance floor is full. Yes. Because we need proof 
that yes. it's okay. We need yes. proof that it's possible. That's how we as humans run. It's called inspiration. Mm -hmm. It's called right. motivation, right? Right. And so that's what Valencia Key is. And I know that I know that I needed it. And I know that others need it. And so mm -hmm. I'm going to keep going through this challenge and this change because I want to be a blessing in the world. And this is um, what God has given me to be a blessing. So <laughs> I started this business by <laughs> Google. <laughs> like, okay. No, we're on deep way of starting it. I, uh, <laughs> my, my beautiful hearts in business that have, um, I, they call them sisters now, but I used to, I style them, but now we are friends and they were in the beauty industry. Okay. They were, they're building huge, beautiful beauty businesses. And I, of course I would share with them. So I, one tip that I'd love to say, and um, I grew up quite opposite in poverty. Uh, the mindset was don't tell anybody your dreams. Uh-huh. Share this because people are going to kill it. People are going to. Mm -hmm. And I found that quite to be the opposite. I, I find that no one can kill your dreams but you. Mm. God put it in your spirit. And the only dream killer is you. Right, right. <laughs> it ends when you decide it ends. Right. It continues when you decide to do one, one small movement at a time. And but, but what I realized in life is if you speak your dreams out, not expecting anyone to help you. But if you just share it in the world, it no longer circles within your body. It circles out into the world and it gives your dreams wings to fly, what I say. And, and so I just start speaking my dreams out. Even wanting to work for QVC, I spoke that dream out for five years. Oh, wow. I spoke it out for five years and I learned for five years. So mm -hmm. as you speak it, you train on it. As you mm -hmm. speak it, you work toward it. And when you speak it, God conspires to align the right earth angels that are supposed to be aligned with you to be a blessing, either to take you one step or 50 steps, whatever That's that it. case is. So I just speak my dreams out. I don't mm -hmm. want you to help me directly, but I just need to hear it out. And what happened was people would say, so I would tell all my uh, mentors, like I I'm feeling this in my soul. And they would say, do it. Uh -huh. and, and so I'd like to share that with be around people that don't kill your dreams. Mm -hmm. And if you if you know someone who is connected with you that you can't shake, maybe as a family member, uh, whatever it is that you know is never going to leave your life, right. just don't share that dream with them. Gotcha. Right? Uh -huh. Share your dreams with people that are going to speak life into your dreams. Like mm. all, even if they just say, yeah, it's possible. Right. Right. They give you this more momentum to keep trying and going. So I would share that with my beauty hearts and they would say, do it. Well, I don't know how you're going to do it. <laughs> so then I <laughs> momentum. So the first thing I could think about was Google. And okay. I knew I had these hand sketches. And so I Googled how to make a hand sketch into a physical jewelry piece. And I would mm -hmm. try all these different ways of keyword searches. Uh -huh. And I found that it goes into a 3D design. So then I figured I, I Googled, how do I make it in a 3D design? So I just actually Googled my way through wow. the process. Uh -huh. And I finally found um, 3D design maker. And then I found a manufacturer. I traveled overseas to personally meet the manufacturer. Because when mm -hmm. you're small, I'm still very small. 
when you're small, you need to make, if you're custom, I make everything custom. Right. I don't pick anything off of me right. because it's my heart that mm-hmm. you're wearing. It's my light that you're wearing. That makes it harder though, because mm-hmm. if they're going to custom design something, it's called MOQ. Anyone who wants to create a physical product, MOQ means minimum quantity order. Um, MQO. So minimum quantity order means they have a minimum that you have to make. Sometimes it's 500 units. Oh, wow. If you could sell up one unit. Right. (laughs) To make it, they require you to make 500 units. And all of them won't take a chance on you, right? Mm -hmm. If you have the money. And then, so I decided to go overseas and try to meet these manufacturers in person so that they can feel my heart and feel my dream and take Mm -hmm. a chance and one manufacturer did take a chance on me and they allowed me to make 200 units okay thank you (laughs) so what but we're going to do 200 better than 500 right they took a chance and um I through my own financing I work triple hard freelancing as a stylist and I until this day I still um personally fund every creation in the business. I still work in styling to fund Mm -hmm. this business. Um, And I made these first samples and I just start wearing them. Mm -hmm. And I would, I style people. And so they would see it on me and they would ask me about it. And I would tell them my dreams and what the intention was. And um, the hearts would say, oh my God, I've always loved your life. I love that energy. I love that joy. I want to wear that. Uh-huh. Like I want a piece of that when you can't be there. Uh-huh. And so these beautiful women would start wearing it on air and it became this kind of word of mouth spreading. Uh-huh. And I would just share my dreams with them. And people love, uh, if you share your dreams and they see you doing the work mm-hmm. and not expecting anyone to do the work for you. Oh, the hearts and angels that come behind you and lift you up. Mm. People are organically wired to bless you. Uh huh. Oh, I love that. I love that. You need to target the person. This is where we fall short. Mm-hmm. We expect a specific person to do a specific thing. Right. And we right. get angry when that person can't do it or won't do it. Right. <laughs> mindset. They mm-hmm. want to to do it because mm-hmm. God has for you will be. There is someone aligned for you to do it. So just put it out, do mm-hmm. the work, put it out, do mm-hmm. the work, put it out. And then God's going to say, that's the one that's going to bless you right there. Uh, and without this expectation of specific people, people just start picking up and start blessing and sharing and blessing and sharing. And that's how um, I slowly start getting orders um, one by one, one heart at a time. Wow. Wonderful. Wonderful. I love that. You shared so much right there. Remarkable. I love that. <laughs> so in getting your designs from the paper to the actual product, yeah. um, how was your pro- process then from having it worn and seen to people actually purchasing from you directly? Yeah, that's a challenging one because it's like Google. <laughs> <laughs> tell you everything and then you just start asking people but what I I found was first I just was selling like um person to person gotcha. right someone liked it 
I would say, oh, this is, but then I asked some of my friends, well, how do you price things? Because right. I didn't even know how to price things. There's a thing called COGS, C-O-G, mm-hmm. and that is your cost of goods. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's what you spend physically on the product. Like that's cost of goods is everything you spend too. Cost of goods is how much the 3D design costs. Mm-hmm. Cost is the shipping, how much it actually made, the shipping to you, um, the boxes that you put to ship in, the boxes that you put in the box, like everything right. is mm-hmm. the cog. And I think as small business owners, sometimes we lose on that because we don't take all of our calls in consideration. Mm-hmm. We just take how much it costs to make that piece. Right, direct. Right on that so you've got to total all of those things up and then that's when I did ask um my hearts that were in business like what is a cog like um how do I do the markup and now beauty and jewelry are two different markups uh-huh. right so uh-huh. you have to understand your industry but they would tell me what beauty markup was so then I would go research on my own okay then what is jewelry markup uh-huh. So now I kind of understood a a landing part of jewelry, a beauty. So then I would take that and then research. Okay, so what is landing in jewelry? And then I start to understand markup. And I'm like, oh, that's way too high. I don't know if people are going to buy that. Uh And then you got to believe in yourself. Ah. And you got to believe that you're worthy. Then you got to believe that you're worth it. And you got to believe that all the hard work that you are doing is a cost because if you don't put it in there you won't survive right and small business costs are going to be higher than a big business cost yes like a business can order so here's the when you get into manufacturing if you're a big business and you're like oh i'm going to order a thousand units your thousand units are going to cost less per unit than what my 200 units are cost because they're going to charge you more because they're only making less amount, but they'll charge you less when they can make more units for you. So the better you grow, the better you can be. Mm -hmm. But there's a struggle in that interim. And I'm still not good at that. You know, I honestly am still not putting all my cogs in there because I want to be at a decent price point because I want it to be priced where um, people like me can afford it and it's not going to cost mm-hmm. your mortgage but then mm-hmm. people who are um already in a very great financial place it's nothing to them to buy it's right. all great space and that they can wear it on their journey um and so I'm, I'm honestly still playing with understanding stepping into my value of my price points and everything like that but that's a very important thing to learn up front in your business mm-hmm because you won't survive long if you right. aren't pricing it accordingly. Now I'm surviving because I'm still working and just pouring mm-hmm. it in and mm-hmm. um, praying that as I go along, it it will develop. Um, okay. Very, very, very good information. I think a lot of us struggle with that value aspect, that price point of um, do we need to discount it in order to make a sale yes. or it, or do we really feel that it's worth what it's really worth? Yes. 
said something very key when you said you have to charge for all the energy and all that you're putting into it. Because yes. as the business owner, we usually pay ourselves the last. Or don't pay ourselves at all. Exactly. We don't pay ourselves at all for a long period of time. Yeah. And that's kind of the structure that is um, dictator that we hear out there. You know, it's kind of like do it without getting not anything from it. So then it's hard later on to interpret that into, okay, what's the real value of this? What is yeah. the real cost of this? And what's the real profit I need to make, you know, yeah. and, and understanding the viability of that whole process yeah. is very key. But I like the way you coined it. You're, the value of what you're putting into it is worth something. It's worth it. And, and here's the thing, and I'm still struggling with this. I'm, I love being transparent. I'm mm -hmm. still we love that too. Yes. struggling with that, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, but I say it's so important to grab hold of right now. And I don't care where you are in your business. It's never too late. I tell all my friends, ain't nothing too late for God. <laughs> like <Right. laughs> it's never too late. You could be 20 years in your business and yes. no, I haven't totaled my true cause i haven't uh -huh. told my true value now's the time to do it right right, right. now's mm -hmm. the time to do it. and the truth is and i'm actually speaking to myself right now so <laughs> <laughs> i'm speaking with y'all and to me at the same time beautiful and, and what the beauty is is if you know the truth if you know you're putting love in it and you know you're putting energy and value and all of the greatness in it then it's worth it right it is worth it and right then you've got to know that it's worth it and guess guess how people know it's worth it when you know it exactly because then you can stand strong and like this is worth it and all you need is a few people to see it and right. then will acknowledge it once one person grabs a hold to it mm. and then another one grabs a hold to it. And then it may be a slower journey, but at least you're in a journey that is showing you all of your value. And I think that's very important as small business owners, really walking in that value because um, if everyone was to do it, then it would be easy, right? right. Like some value in what you decided to do because- mm -hmm most people start and be like, this is too much for me. Right. <laughs> I can't do that because it's very hard. So that's worth something. So keep exactly. going and truly stand in what you think it is. And um, I believe in the multitask of it all. <laughs> now, mm -hmm. a lot of people are going to say, go all in, uh -huh. take it all and uh -huh. put it all in that. And I'm like, well, how are you going to eat? Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I believe in it 1000%, but I got to eat. My mother has yeah. passed. Oh, most of my family, I, it's truthfully only me that I can fall back on. I don't have people that I can fall back on. So I do have to work mm -hmm. um, in addition to my business. And so mm -hmm. I'd love to encourage someone, maybe you got to start freelancing. Mm -hmm. Maybe you start consulting. Maybe you do have to pick up a, a part-time job um 
so that you can be in this business for a long haul and that the, the business will eventually pick up. What you do have to do though, is figure out what that income is that you're going to get. How does it manage the time where you can spend time on your business and help make an income for yourself? And so that's some learnings that you have to do. Right. But I'm a supporter of it because I'm still doing it to this day. <laughs> Got to. <laughs> Got to. Got to find that balance. In, um, yeah. And I think that's also a reason because you know, we talk about how businesses, small businesses don't make that five-year mark. Most businesses fail before they get there. Yeah. Woman-owned Black businesses um, struggle even more to get there because of the lack of um, not only funding, but the lack of having a history of entrepreneurs in the family, having models to follow, like you having to figure every step out as you go along doing your own research, you know, so being able to financially maintain it as long as possible. Yeah. Teresha, the great <laughs> profitability you're looking for. In us. You know, yes. so, like, the truth is other others may be able to walk in a business door and someone will believe in them a little quicker. Mm -hmm. Um and us maybe our financial books aren't as together as another person who has someone in their family that was a bookkeeper or knew how to structure a business so maybe our back end isn't as strongly developed because we don't know so it mm -hmm. it keeps us you know kind of behind the curve but I say that um we can do it and mm -hmm. we just and we, I, I am determined to be a role model um, for Black entrepreneurs. I am determined to make this business successful. Okay. Not just for me. Mm -hmm. I could do hair, honestly, and makeup for the rest of my life. And I think it'd be fun, you know, and <laughs> I income. But I'm determined to prove that it's possible. Mm. I don't I know how. That know how it's going to happen right and determined to be a light to show like we can sell our businesses for a lot of money like others do mm -hmm. and and be a valuable stakeholder in the business real estate and be acknowledged and recognized and I believe mm -hmm. that Velocity Key is going to be one of those businesses to be a light for other um African-American businesses wonderful or and I'll, i'm gonna keep going either i'm a, this is gonna be morbid either i'm gonna die or it's gonna happen that's right. how I, <laughs> I tell i i hear you there's no quitting in other words there's no, no quitting now i ain't saying you can't take a pause everybody need a pause <laughs> regroup and come back i'm coming exactly. back exactly back every time and the only thing that's gonna stop me if if god says no more but i'm i'm right. gonna keep going we need more role models like that business as a whole like we need to see that more because when we see it we can do it right definitely and how long has your company been in business 2016 yeah. is when it fully start um llc 
really start rolling out like as a business. I, it was in kind of thoughts and works maybe a year or two before, but the business actually started 2016. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. So the way your company is managed today, is it any different from when you started? Or are you still the first entrepreneur managing with wearing all the hats? it's gonna change I believe it. it's gonna yes. change um I'm still so I um I'm determined to keep joy and peace in this process too though it's not gonna kill me it's not Got gonna you. take my light exactly because you know, that's the intention that I put in every piece mm -hmm. so people have to feel everything um so I am I'm I'm using this as a true learning experience and and I'm every year there's different levels of learning and and I'm embracing it and I'm grateful for that you know the first couple years it was really like learning how to create a product and and those kind of you know, what is your brand uh -huh. like and I want to take a moment to highlight that um, that's real important. And I, I don't really care what your business is. I don't care if you're a finance CPA or right. a, um, a service provider. What does the company stand for? And I'd love for anyone to think about that deeply because that precedes you and why people want to connect with your heart and your business, right? And if you don't have that core value rooted, then people don't know what they're connecting with. And so why would I connect with you versus all of these other millions? Mm. But I'll connect with you if you know you. Right. If you tell me <laughs> who you are, then I'm like, oh, I resonate with that. I need right. that. I ah. need and so I love like take a real deep step. And so that's where all my development has been like, who am I? Why, why am I? Right. Why do I exist? And um, I took a trip. I actually knew from my upbringing when, when my mother asked me, did I want to be a follower or a leader and gave me that revelation of choice to lead my life. And I chose to lead from the inner whisper. What I realized was that I needed to see beyond my current environment mm. to grow. That was from poverty and darkness. I needed to ask my teachers. I remember that vividly. Like, how do I see outside of this? How do I? How do I? And they would take me on field trips and I would see museums and, and those things. When you are exposed to things, it gets your wills. It you can be exposed to something that has nothing related to your business. Mm -hmm. it will get your wheels turning mm. towards business. It will start to line up. So I knew I had to do that for Valencia Key. And I honestly initially didn't know the name because I needed every part of my business to be specifically intentional. So when yeah. you received it, you were connected to all of it. And so I didn't just want to put my name on it because what does that mean? You know, mm -hmm. um, it wasn't about me. So I took a trip to Egypt. It started in Egypt. And then I I wound up in Morocco and I wound up in Spain. In Spain. That's where the looseness comes in. <laughs> I go, right? I knew I had to go beyond. Then it just went. And in Egypt, um, 
this one tour guide was taking me to all these beautiful temples. And initially when I was there, I was looking at them as like a tourist. And I'm like, oh, pretty, pretty. Uh-huh. And this temple, uh, I was in it. And I I heard a divinely whisper inside of me say, you're here for a purpose. Get down on this holy floor and speak out and ask for what you want while you're here. And so on that holy temple floor, I asked, that by the end of that journey, that I will be clear on the, the intention of my company name. I will be sketching my logo because from my business um, uh, hearts and mentors, I knew the visual was power. I knew a logo was power. I knew the name was power. I knew color was power. Uh-huh. That's the first thing people experience before they experience anything inside of your business. Mm all of that should have some power to it. And so I asked for that when I was on that holy floor. And then I decided to go to Morocco just because someone had told me to go uh-huh. <laughs> Got there. And I start to see all these lights everywhere, like just lights. And it was beautiful. Uh-huh. I walked into this one little room and the room was so small. It was a little storefront and it was filled with brass keys from floor to ceiling. Like, oh, wow. Comfortably full. Like, I was like overwhelmed with it. And so I found the business owner. He was sitting there and I asked him, Why do you have all these keys in here? And he looked at me like I should know. He was <laughs> like, Because keys um, unlock the light in life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> wow. So, my spirit was flooded with that knowledge and it was just circling, circling. And so now I'm in this part of Morocco and here's the random part. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing these backpackers the next day. I'm seeing these backpackers walk toward this bus station mm-hmm. and I two or three days left on my trip, just loose in Morocco. And I asked them, Oh, where are you all going? And they're like, <laughs> Spain. And I say, we could get to Spain from Morocco. And they were like, yeah, we take the bus and the bus takes us to a ferry and you get to Spain. And I'm like, can I come with you? And <laughs> I follow these backpackers to Spain on a ferry. And I we land, the ferry takes us, we land in Spain and I knew our time was done there. So I'm like, okay, guys, I'm going to separate. Thank you. Right. <laughs> and I'm hanging out in the center um, with local people in this Spanish culture. And someone asked me my name. And I always say my first, middle, and last name when I introduce myself because my grandmother, whenever she wanted to say something serious and she wanted me to listen, she would put uh-huh. my middle name. She would uh-huh. say Valencia. Like she would, and that would be focused up. And I, so I always say <laughs> Leah Valencia Key, right? Uh-huh. Someone that was sitting there was like, oh, in our in our slang and our dialect, Valencia means bravery and courage. That's such a beautiful name. And I'm like, <laughs> two powers, right? And so now I got to get back to Morocco and now I'm on the flight back and I'm literally sketching the lights that I saw but I'm now visualizing this V, this Valencia and this power that it's defined in a, in a culture of bravery and courage. And I'm taking that V of bravery and courage and I assemble them into a light star form. So I take the four Vs and make it into a star. Uh-huh. 
I take that key that uh, he blessed me with, the key unlocks light in your life. And so I place it in the center. And that was where the birth of all the intention of Valencia Key is, where we have the key within us to always unlock the light, unlock the bravery, unlock the courage. All we have to do is use it. And so wow. every time you see my designs, you'll see that that key of bravery, light, and courage. So it can be symbolic triggers for us and right, me right. to keep unlocking it because life comes right. to unlock it. And that's actually how the name was solidified, Valencia Man, Bravery and Courage, key, that intention of unlocking. So that's the brand name and what I want you to feel. And that's the symbol that I want you to see. And all that mm -hmm. has in your business right right lightly when you're creating a name or anything right that is so key you talked about the importance of branding and I like how beautifully you articulated not just the brand but the color the logo the meaning behind it and it also feeds into your story your mission for your business yes. so yes. all those things together and we're, we're often told to um, come up with, you know, what's your story? What's your mission? Why did you start your business? Mm -hmm. And you gave us a very clear indication of the reason why, because people connect with you based on you knowing who you are. Yes. So your story and your mission is you knowing who you are. So they know who they're connecting with. Yes. So it's if not just to have a nice paragraph to say in uh, elevator no. speech. It's much no. deeper than that. Yes. Yes, it's not. And because I struggled with the elevator pitch. Like yes. I listen to um, free workshops on business. I, I'm a, I'm a maybe, I want to soak up knowledge. Like this. Right. And I went to elevator pitch things and I struggled with that because I don't want to pitch. Like, I'm not a salesperson. I'm never going to tell you a thing in your life. I, I am a being. And, and if you connect, and I want to beam light in the world. And if you connect with my light, then we can radiate together. And people are aligned with certain things in the world. And that's what the elevator pitch is. It's, it's not you pitching. Right. It's you being. And what right. is your being of what you're creating? If you're a right. fine person, why are you finance? Like, mm -hmm. what what are you gonna give, and why are you giving it? Right. And, and there's a truth. You were blessed with that for a reason, mm -hmm. and we just gotta get quiet with ourselves and really soul search that truth. And now it's no longer a pitch; it's your truth. Right. Exactly. You got your truth, then your connection of magnet. People will magnetly gravitate to your truth. Yes. Because you have a solution to their truth, you know? Yes, yes. So it's much deeper than just a pitch. Yeah. Wonderful, beautiful, beautiful. So I have to um, mention, I'm looking at all your lovely pieces, your headpiece, lovely, the piece in your um, locks your necklace, your earrings. I'm even wearing my favorite set of your earrings that I purchased. Oh, I yeah. love these. And now hearing um, all about your branding and your passion and what makes it part of you, it feels even more special wearing these. Thank you. Now I got that, you know, that theme of bravery going through my mind. I have that light going through my spirit. It, it really 
it impacts the person, the heart, a lot more to know that story behind your yes. um, creations. So that's and that's what I, I never just want pieces to be on a shelf. Like I want you to understand the power that I'm praying into that. Like mm -hmm. every time you put on there, the ones you're beautifully wearing is Trinity. And I love the, th I love the number three. It, mm -hmm. I, my dream is you define the three for you and there's mm -hmm. power in your three, whatever it is. It could be father, son, Holy spirit. It could be husband, daughter, pet, whatever mm -hmm. your three is. Gotcha. Uh, mm -hmm. There's power in that three. And I want you to click it on. Like what my mother reminds you, like there's actions create reactions we know that right and so when we do actions with intention it puts something out in the world and so when you're putting on Valencia key and even if it's a thought behind the thought that you don't even think about it so deeply but you know it's there when you're putting it on it's saying that whatever I'm about to walk into to, to today is possible it's when you're putting it on and saying, I'm going to be light no matter what. Because I, I, I would love to stop there too. On this quest to build a business, it can be hard. It can mm -hmm. be challenging. It could be mm -hmm. frustrating. It could be hurtful. Mm -hmm. So many knows. I mean, everything I create is my baby and everybody don't like your baby. Right. <laughs> and then, and then sometimes you make a lot of mistakes, uh -huh. you know, and big costly mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot into that. But how are you in the midst of all of that as a human being mm -hmm. has been my power and what I want people to feel when they wear Valencia key. There's some power in manifesting light into all ways of being. Because when I'm doing hair or sweeping a salon floor, I'm doing it in a joyful way. Mm. Like I'm finding my learning and why I'm sweeping this floor. And so mm. when I know my reason for sweeping this floor, I can be the most kindest, most beautiful, most energetic being sweeping that floor or mm. curling your hair or sketching the piece of jewelry that no one may love but what happens is when you're doing it from this real love-centered space and this light-centered space that supersedes all of the actions that you do and people start to gravitate to the energy that you're giving off not mm. even the action that you're doing and right. that has shattered glass ceilings for me mm. Truthfully, mm -hmm. people hired me as stylist. I don't know if I'm a good stylist, but the <laughs> truth is they love the energy in which I do it. Right. And they would say, just come around the world with me. Mm -hmm. because we could teach you what I like on my face. I can right. teach you what I like right. my hair. But that energy. Can't is, teach you that energy. Yes. I can't teach you that. No. So no. I would love to encourage people to one, reflect how is your energy in all things you do? Mm. And if sometimes it could be a little sour and if sometimes it could be a little downtrodden and if sometimes it could be a little victimizing, 
shift that energy. So they say light is never created. It's shifted. Mm. It's moved from place to place. And whatever right. energy is, you're moving it. So you can move your energy in a different space mm. and in a different way. In a, mm -hmm. in a choice. Like my, my mother said, it's a choice thing. Yeah. And in a choice, you can decide, I no longer am going to have this very um dulling dimming energy i'm gonna change the energy to this bright effervescent love-filled joy-filled energy and really mean it and as soon as you shift into that there's where all the magic starts to happen because mm -hmm. even if the numbers don't change in your business the attraction will be better mm -hmm. and if you get attraction that's where i'm at in my life right now the numbers aren't there honestly and that's okay because I know they're going to get there mm -hmm. but the attraction is happening because people feel the energy in which I give and yeah. so if the attraction happens, the numbers at some point have to happen exactly it's just the truth exactly <laughs> wonderful beautiful so how was it for you because you you had a couple of live shows I know you had a live show on um amazon you had a live show on qvc and you yes. were also one of oprah's favorite themes in so her magazine did, yes so how did those um elements play out for you in your business as far as growth oh so okay so i want to tell everybody you dream these things and you're like oh god i can't wait i want to <laughs> and you know it and you target it and that's so good always target it's okay when the growth doesn't meet the expectation. Mm -hmm. To me, it's confirmation that you are on the right track. Mm -hmm. So everything opportunity that I've had has been blessings, but it, it didn't take me to the growth that I had expected it to be. Cause you know, mm -hmm. we have big expectations. Like, right. oh, this help me out. Right, right. <laughs> it, it did not. But I, I relish in the fact of the opportunity because exposure is priceless. Yes, yes. Exposure is more priceless than the sellout mm -hmm. because that's you got to see me. You get right. what I mean? How someone else gets to hear me and my mission is the numbers, but my mission is being a blessing in someone's life. So I know someone heard me on Amazon. Right. And their life was blessed. I know mm -hmm. someone saw me on QVC and their life was blessed. I know mm -hmm. someone opened the Oprah's magazine and saw that and said, wow, that's a black female business owner and their life was blessed. And so to me, that's everything I pray for my business. So that's the blessing. And so the way I shift my mindset to be so I don't give up is to say, there's the blessing, now keep going because the numbers are going to happen. Just keep mm -hmm. going. And that's what's happening in my life. Everything for numbers doesn't match necessarily, but the outcome matches. Mm -hmm. of what I'm praying to be in the world. And for that, I say it's well done. Wonderful. Beautiful. I love that. So in the, you have passed the five-year mark in your business, which is <laughs> great. Congratulations. <laughs> Hoping you go a lot, lot, lot further. 
What about your life today is different when you think about the dreams you have for your life or, you know, some things maybe you wanted to do if you had a dream list, some places you want to visit. What have you successfully accomplished for yourself personally? Oh, yeah. I live out all my dreams always. I'm I'm not sacrificing my personal joy and dreams for my business because that's what my business is. So my business may take a little longer than the average person <laughs> because I I literally like um, I love being around my friends and mm-hmm. I love um, enjoying things. And so I don't say that has to wait because my business takes priority. I'm gonna bring my business with me. Like, okay, gotcha. now you come here because I'm gonna be on this email a little bit. <laughs> I'm over here. So I've I've traveled so many places. Oh, I've, wow. I've enjoyed so many beautiful things. And the beauty is it's only blessed my business even more because I am a symbol of my business. So mm-hmm. like everywhere I go for my personal joy, someone will see me on the plane wrapping myself in the yellow blanket of light. And they're like, first of all, you travel with your own blanket and it's solved. And then I have my business card and I'm like, oh, here it is. So I, I take all my business with me. Gotcha. But I, and I, I don't, I don't sacrifice you. Listen, my mother died super early. And what I realized, I say she never truly lived. And what I know to be true is I'm determined to live fully in this mm. world. And I am not going to sacrifice living and experience and exposure and love and, and all of those things for the dream, because that is what the business is of the dream. So I have to embody both so gotcha. that they can be authentic um, to all things. So what I love to encourage other people live a little within your dreams. I know sometimes we get so like that has to wait. I can't travel right now. Mm-hmm. You can travel right now. Cause I think there's something there for you. If it came mm-hmm. in your spirit and you're telling yourself, no, it's there for a reason. Cause I bet you when you go there, that's going to bless your business a little bit. Mm, got you. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Great point. And with your business, you also, you do a lot of giving back with your business. Gotta be. So Gotta tell be. us about your giving back, your passion in doing that. It's it's the whole core of, you know, yes, I want the receiver to receive this feeling and to keep going after and living their own dreams. But I want Valencia Key to be blessed to be a blessing. Like I want it to be a funnel of blessings through and to people. So um, my first main thing is I always go to homeless shelters and I work with um, women and it actually started to move into, which is cool, men and women and talking about like uh, workshops on that. How how do we unlock this light that is in our life, even in a dark place and like what steps? And And sometimes I think what I've been blessed to is just to have people around that I could just talk my dreams out with. Okay. Like none of us have answers. Right. But I realize when we just talk our and we can talk some crazy dreams. Like Uh I want to be on QVC. That's a crazy dream. Uh Right. Right. Got to talk that out. That 
has allowed me to get there. And so I just want to create a space with hearts where we can just talk out dreams. Cause I think some of us in the places where I come from never even get to dream. Right. We're thinking about how we're going to eat. We're thinking right. about how we're going to get elect the, the, the electric man's about to cut the thing off. Or I don't exactly. even know how the heck do I dream. But the growth is in the dream. Because once you get to dream and speak your dreams, then you get to do. But if you can't see it, then how do you go to it? If you can't envision anything, right. then you know where to move to. Mm -hmm. so I'd love to create that space to vision and dream together. Um, and then my dream was we talk about like, what have you done through your dreams? My father was from Africa. Uh -huh. I'm the best father in the world, but his <laughs> upbringing, right? So we don't. And so when I was in this homeless shelter as a young child, whenever he would pop in my life, um, he would say, oh, this is not poverty. Like where I come from is poverty. And from the villages of where I come from, I'm one in a million to even get to America and get out of what poverty and lack is. And so I remember being young in the homeless shelter and not even imagining something worse than where I was. Right. Like I couldn't even fathom it. And I would have a heart like one day I'm going to help someone in Africa because if it's worse than this, I got to mm. be able to bless them. Like mm. on my heart since a little girl and two years ago, I finally got to go to Africa, um, Ghana, and I did get to see the villages. And it is unlike mm. that I've poverty experienced, right? Mm. Like in the homeless shelter, we were in a one closet and we had to share a bathroom with multiple families, but there was a bathroom, mm -hmm. right? Um, in some villages, there aren't bathrooms. Sometimes you got to walk different. Some, there, sometimes there's no roof. Sometimes there's just like metal tin where when it rains, the water pours through like, and, and, and there's very little opportunities for work in these villages because mm. all the work is in the cities and is divided in a class system. So when you're mm. born in this class, like in America, you can look at me, I'm a living example. You can, you can light your way to the top. You can mm -hmm. get your way through in the villages of Africa the odds of getting out is so slim. Mm. And so I said, what can I do um, to be a blessing? And I was like, well, how do you meet where you are? How do you bring mm. in into something that's already existing? Mm -hmm. I just start to look at the beauty and the art. First of all, um, the hearts are so loving and grateful. And even in the midst of that poverty, there's so much love and there's mm. so much joy and there's so much appreciation for what little they have and I think that is um a testimony to me to to bring back like even when you have little you can still be loved mm -hmm. and then I started like this beauty of art all around we're an art culture in Africa mm -hmm. and beadwork is um a thing there it's a cultural thing 
So I was like, well, how do I meet the beadwork artisans where they are? And I just decided to start hand sketching handbags and then taking my hand sketches and working with the artists who are already doing the work that they are already creating this thing. I'm not recreating the will, but actually employment to them because there's employment in the cities and they're doing this craft on their own. But what happens is they take a risk. So they create a bead thing and then they have to go to a market. And if if anyone has traveled to other countries, you've been to these huge markets, right? huge markets, huge where everybody's doing the same thing almost right. you gotta hope one visitor comes to buy one of your things right so you're there hoping for some opportunity even in that or the real challenging thing is I see some artists have to walk up in the middle of the streets up and down the streets with their crafts on top of their heads hoping mm-hmm. a, a car stops in the middle of the street to buy this mm-hmm. and so I was like well how do we make it just the income can come to you. And so that's where I created um, my love mission, where I work with these artists and create this um, this actual partnership where I bring the employment to them and we create these bags. And then I bring the bags here. And the more people purchase bags, the more income that we can keep funneling back to um, women and artists to feed their families, pay for education, pay for certain foods and roofing systems to help um, really thrive in their community. And hopefully, I actually teach like, how do you do an invoice? Like, how do you Mm -hmm. take this business that you're already doing and actually structure it into a business where you actually send me an invoice? And we, we start to learn these business tactics to actually and thriving um, economic impact. And, and that's my power to bless in America and overseas because love is needed everywhere. Right, right. Wonderful, wonderful. So how can our listeners be a part of that? Um, a part of your, because I know you they can purchase your, the purses yes. on your website. Yes, I'm excited. Um, you can please go to my website and just put your email in. So we do, we're doing these small batch orders because we're to, the more you order, the more I can give. And I made a commitment to them. I have a dream that this just becomes consistent where we actually can actually create a facility there where they are consistently working and that we can train others to learn this skill. So maybe, um, young hearts that don't have an education, because you actually have to pay for education over there, don't have an education, can actually learn the skill and be a viable income earner. But that has to happen for orders. And I promised them that I would keep bringing orders. And I'm like, okay, guys, now you got to bring orders in. (laughs) So if you just go to um, my website, uh, valenciakey.com and put your email address in. The next batch is coming this October. They're so super cute. This is a paper <laughs> of love. Um, Diana is one of the artists. She is so much love. We go back and forth on WhatsApp and the design and the details. And I'm like, hey, Diana, can you do it again? Just a little and taper that in just a little more so it could be just a little more quality. And so it's so much heart that's put into, honestly, every bag. Everything is hand-beaded. 
And I would love for this order to move so that we can go and place another order and then we can grow more people and more people. And that would just be a blessing. And I love that they're cute. So you're wearing them and carrying them. You're getting compliments and filled in your spirit, but you also know you're actually filling someone else's um, possibility in the world. Exactly. Beautiful, beautiful. So definitely fits in. What's your website address? Valencia, V-A-L-E-N-C-I-A-K-E-Y.com, ValenciaKey.com. And it'll be a pop-up. You'll see Diana beating. It's a little video of Diana beating. And just put your email in. And then I'm going to alert everyone when the new bags come in in October. And they're so cute. And it's limited quantities. So definitely put them in because everyone on that email list will get first knowledge before I actually market it um, to the general public. Got you. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So we've talked a lot about um, everything you do in your business. Now I want to ask you about what do you do to heal yourself when you need healing, when you need to regroup, when you need to feed yourself, what do you do personally and spiritually for that process? Mm, I love that. I believe in healing is my intention. Like, um, I have these bracelets that have uh, peace check and a check mark, joy and a check mark, love and a check mark, believe in a check mark, because that's my process on healing myself. Like I always, those are my words um, that are core rooted values to me, mm-hmm. healing. And I'm always checking in with myself throughout the day ah. where I'm at. Mm. in words so like a peace check for me I check in with myself like am I in peace am I am I not feeling mm, something not feeling in peace I'm not checking in with peace why and then I micro down to what is taking my peace and so then when I realize what it is it could be something small it could be like girl my roots I didn't have these lines <laughs> Oh, honey, and every time I look, they're not giving me joy no more. Like, oh, you got to take them out. Okay, so I got to take them out. You know, and then I'm, oh, I'm back to joy. And so I'm always, I think we go long without acknowledging us. Yes, yes. And that's healing. Because we can acknowledge our business. We can acknowledge Mm -hmm. others. We can acknowledge all these things outside of us. But yes happens when you are checking in with you Mm. and when you're okay then those external things can be even okay but that's one of my real powers of healing making sure that I'm okay Mm. and so whoever's listening are you in peace And, and really be honest with yourself Like, is there something disrupting your spirit right now? What is that? It it could be a friend, a friend of a long time. Acknowledge that and then find the solution to that. Like, don't leave it. Like, Mm -hmm. literally say, what is the solution to that? Okay, well, she's going to be in my life for a long time. But now how do I adjust my peace? What part of that relationship is no longer peace? Like, oh, every time I fill in the blank, this happens and it doesn't feel good. Okay, well, I have to adjust that. Mm. 
And once you adjust it, oh, you feel so much lighter. It may take mm -hmm. a little agony to do it. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot to do an action that may be uncomfortable, but I promise you, if you get okay with being in the uncomfortable, that's what business is, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it <laughs> is. But we don't allow ourselves to be to do uncomfortable things with that's going to help us be okay. Yes. You know, and I think that's important. Like, you know, it's funny. Um, I, since I'm an entrepreneur and I'm paying for, I'm um, bootstrapping everything. Mm -hmm. All my friends, my friends love to go out to eat. <laughs> like, and this was young, like young, before even a business. So mm -hmm. I started this practice super early. They would always like, oh, we're going out to this restaurant and that restaurant. And I realized like, I don't have a mother. I don't have a father. They're everybody gone. <laughs> but this much, I can't go out to eat and build my dreams. Whatever my dreams was at that time. Maybe it was mm -hmm. to get a car. Maybe it was to pay my rent. I couldn't multitask that. And so I chose to say no. You know, and, and it's uncomfortable. Like every time your friends ask you to do something like that, you're mm -hmm. like, no girl, I ain't going. And then I would tell them why. Like, that's not a part of my budget to my dream. And it would be uncomfortable in the beginning because then they would start to say things like, oh, you can't, blah, blah, blah. And you've got to be okay with that. But when you teach people how to treat you, ah. <laughs> either they're going to fall off and they weren't meant to be in your life or they're going to fall in. Mm. And they're going to fall in alignment to love that's okay for both of you gotcha and and so that's what i i do all the time i i stand up for me in the most loving way and mm. that healing and then my second healing is um i love a good music moment mm. <laughs> and, um and it can go from gospel to wild wrong <laughs> like it, <laughs> of music you know sometimes I'm like oh god um I need no weapon formed against me so prosper that's my favorite song uh -huh. the world is weighing in on me and and I um know that it feels heavy and mm -hmm. things look like it's going wrong for me personally or in my business and I feel like that I'm gonna be the solution and I realize oh I can start doing processes in that but God is the solution because if I stay in alignment with what God has for me, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. It mm. won't. Work. And I got to hear confirmation for that in a song. And I just play those songs on repeat. Or sometimes I just play a joy song that is really wild, but I get to dance. Gotcha. <laughs> my light out. So those are right. <laughs> Wonderful, beautiful. I love what you shared there, because my uh, motto is fill your cup first, then share the overflow with others. Yeah. Because when you're giving from an empty cup or a cu cup that's very low, whatever you give is of low quality. It's not the best you. Yes. So, you know, and sometimes we have an issue. We feel like we should just drain ourselves to the bottom and that's giving, but that's sacrifice. Yes. No one wants your sacrifice. They would rather receive the best of you. Yes. So feed yourself and fuel your cup so you have the best of you to give. And you can't keep up sacrifice. No, you like can't. You can't keep up doing things that aren't truly you. And yes. within a relationship, there is a point where you both meet. 
Like there is a point where when I really respect all of you and you really respect all of me, because I I feel like a relationship is give and take and the give looks different on both ends. Yes. Your giving to me fills me up differently than my giving to you. That's why it's a beautiful relationship. Mm -hmm. And so when we find out what each of our relationship giving looks like purely, then that thing can live a lifetime. Yes. But if I'm giving up something that I think you want from me, but it's not me, then it it burns out. I get nasty and mm-hmm. it just is not a great space to live. So start to really walk in truly and explain it to people. Explain your why. They're not going to get it. I promise you. <laughs> you explained it. And then when you just really live it every day then people who are supposed to be in your life they'll be like "Uh uh-huh I don't understand it but I see it exactly with it exactly that's an excellent point it's not it's the premise is not based on whether people accept it or understand it it's based on whether you accept it and understand it yeah and in good grace you, you share it with them yeah. And they can decide whether to accept it, you know, without the understanding or yeah. whether to, like you said, move along because that's not their space anymore to be. Exactly. There. And it's all based on your, and as long as it's not an action that's harming an external person, if it's all actions based on the wellness and health of your joy, peace and direction, then it can be no harm. It's so interesting. So since I was, in um I think early parts of college I realized this in my life right Mm -hmm. when my mother told me about leading my life I went all in like just don't tell me (laughs) something I'm going all the way and I would define this financial thing for me and I would always say it all the time and it's so beautiful now I'm this is a college so I'm, I'm saying this is like 20 years later right um a friend of a friend a friend of my best friend came to me for financial advice and and to um, help bless her to um, align in her finances, like structure it. And she said, you know why I came to you? Because since we were young, you stood your ground in what your budget could be and what it would be about. And you wouldn't waver from it. And you didn't care what someone said, how they responded. You stood in it and you were always joy within that. And she said, I I acknowledge that until this day. Now, can you help me align in my finances? (laughs) And and that's so powerful when you just root in you because it's true. Definitely. It will change other people's lives is my exactly. whole point. If you think you're doing it for you, somebody else is going to see it. Well, like, I'm stepping out truth too. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly, exactly. They're going to connect with that. Yeah. So um, you were talking about your mentors. So tell me about some of your mentors. Yes, I love to share. And so many loving hearts that really have just blessed me. But I love sharing too, because they really um, unlock this concept of what's possible for business. And one is Jamie Kern Lima. She's the co-founder of It Cosmetics and a New York Times bestseller, Believe It book. 
Uh-huh. And Vicky Sky, who's also founder of Tatcha Skincare, and they were just so, um, and still are, I call them sisters, inspirational in my life to like what's possible and all the hard work and detail that you need to do to build a business with love and intention. Oh, wow. Great mentors are always key to help us keep going and, you know, open our eyes to some things we have no clue about. (laughs) Yes. So important. Yes. And then uh, when I speak about worthiness, about when you're pricing um, and understanding your value, worthiness is so important. And Jamie Kern Lima, she has been so instrumental in really opening my eyes to what is your value? And she's launching her new book, which is going to be so exciting. It's titled Worthy. And she built a beautiful um, beauty business. But in this new book, she's really going to dive deep into how do we unlock our worthiness and what are those tools and keys so that we can really stand in our truth and start understanding our value in the world? Oh, that sounds wonderful. That's definitely something that we could all use to um, understand more about our worthiness and to embrace that more. So that's great. And you say it's, she has a book coming out? Yes, you can pre-order it now and it's called Worthy. And it's just going to be so impactful. It launches in February, but I would really encourage you to pre-order it because that's what keeps me going when I read and learn from people who have already done it. Exactly. And they're paving the way to show you what is possible. Right. That is key. And And her name, once again. Jamie Kern Lima. Jamie Kern Lima, thank you so much. Our listeners would definitely be utilizing that information. <laughs> thank you. Okay, well, it's been so wonderful sharing this time with you, Leah. I want to close out by asking you just a couple of fun questions to let our listeners get to know a little bit more about you personally. And the first one is, what's your favorite food or cuisine? Ooh, I'm such a foodie. Um, So first, hi, my name's Leah and I obsess about eating. Um, (laughs) I love spicy food to be specific. And I want it like nose running spicy. Like really? (laughs) It's like, oh girl, you need a tissue. Spicy. And I enjoy seafood, like salmon is, I love salmon and spicy, Ah. but on the unhealthy level, I'm a snacker. So I don't, you're not going to see me cooking full meals. Okay. (laughs) I love snacking. So the horrible things that's on my waistline (laughs) is like chips is my addiction, hot cheese chips. Oh my God. In my poverty hood days when you ain't had no money and um no food but maybe you could find a quarter and you wouldn't get vegetables but the corner store would have like a hug and a chip and that addiction has just stuck with me and that is i love snacking on bad foods like That's that hilarious <laughs> hilarious <laughs> okay so in, in terms of travel what is your favorite place to go or somewhere you want to travel to 
Okay, I love traveling eats. It's my next joy. Um, it may supersede eating. I don't know. There are people. Uh, when I want to go uh -huh. to um, a couple places, so I guess I'll just listen. I want to venture. Ghana has been my only place in Africa I've been. My father was from Angola and... Um, so interesting recently i just saw his um we were estranged like i said but recently i just saw his death certificate and how cool is it on the death certificate says the village of angola that he was from oh wow what and oh, i was like god why is this coming up like my father's been dead for years and this random thing came up and and i had no real connection with him but God had it that I had to get this death certificate weirdly. And I say yes, because I'm random and I uh -huh. follow. And I'm like, why is this happening? And I get the death certificate and it it mentioned the specific village. It doesn't just say Angola. It says in parentheses, the village. Wow. And I Google the village and I'm like, I got to go to this village. Right. Why all of this happened? So Beautiful. That is my addition to um, visit. And I do want to see Greece and I do want to see um, India doing the color thing where they throw the Yes, color. yes. Oh. That ceremony, yes. yes. All the powder colors through the town. I got to see that. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. I love that. Food and travel are two of my top things too. <laughs> Hence the questions. <laughs> now let's go to hobby. I know you're very exquisitely creative but outside of your um designs do you have a hobby okay so i don't know if it's a hobby or maybe a hoarder addiction okay <laughs> you collect <laughs> i like collecting banks piggy banks but really? in different it's so <laughs> random like and piggy banks in different forms, like happy face emoji piggy banks, actual piggy banks. I went That's to London and collected the um like the yellow phone booth piggy bank ah. and different random piggy banks. And my other addiction, and I've slowed down on that because I don't want to be like a hoarder that takes over my place. <laughs> but I used to love collecting masks, like um tribal or cultural masks from yes. different that I travel. So like I have a whole wall that's right here with all these masks and I kind of stopped because I'm like, all right, where is this going to end, Leah? <laughs> uh, collecting masks from different places um, that I went. It it kind of allows me um, the reason. I always like, why is this a thing for me? Um, one, I think the piggy banks is from coming from poverty and I think it's visually cute, but also it's like, I want to save to have something just in case something happens. Right. And I remember always uh, when I was little looking for a change to get something to eat. Like I, mm -hmm. that was the thing. Like just if I could find a quarter or 10 mm -hmm. cents, I could get something to eat. And so that thing has manifested in um, the piggy bank. And then for the mask, I am obsessed with culture. I love the expression of culture through art. And I think mask is just this wonderful representation of how culture embodies what artists create and you can have on your wall to kind of feel the energy of where you've been. Ah, nice. I love that. I love that. Feeling the energy of where you've been. Nice. Mm. 
Okay, and the final question. Do you have a favorite childhood game? Ooh. You know what? Um, I remember my sister, brother, and I playing. What is the game? Oh, my God. It was my mother. Here's one other beautiful thing my mother loved, I think was a blessing. She wouldn't let us go out and, like, hang out with um, people in our environment. And I just thought she was crazy, truthfully. I'm like, <laughs> she's crazy but it wasn't that it was she didn't want our minds to be filled with the environment right because mm. you go to those homes and you hang out with people you start to think like them you start mm. to hear what they are and and that becomes a part of you and I thought that was quite genius now I'm like thank you um but then my sister and brother and I only had to play with ourselves so then right. like, um we would run and oh hide and go seek that okay <laughs> we would play with it was cool because it was three of us and we would play hide and go seek and try to find each other and that I I do um in the midst of that darkness and I I remember that so clear and we would um we would envision we would also play like we were the cartoon characters that we would see on so we would like be imagining things and like we were playing in this cartoon thing so it was really cool to see how the brain can imagine stuff because now mm -hmm. I that now and I'm a dream I'm a magic because imagine is dreaming and I take yes. that imagining spirit and I start to imagine beaded bags in Africa and then right. see I guess happen you know so beautiful. those are from childhood. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and sharing your time with us today. I am so sure that my listeners got a lot of great information, inspiration, motivation, um, wisdom from everything you shared. Um, they even, I know they can feel your energy because I can just feel your energy, the love and the light coming through to me. So thank you so much for that. Again, I love all your beautiful items. Um, please visit www.valenciakey.com. Join the email list to help with the beaded purses that are being created in Ghana, Africa. Also purchase something to take that light and that key with you everywhere you go when you get dressed and you need some bravery. Clip on, put on your earrings like I did today. <laughs> get you a hairpiece, get you something, something to capture this light and take it with you. So thank you so much, Leah. We look forward thank to you. your continued success. We look forward to rejoicing more success for you. And hopefully you'll come back and see us later. Oh, I definitely, definitely will. And thank you for seeing my light. Thank you, everyone's listening for connecting with my heart. And um, what I pray is that at least one thing unlocks something within you. And I will be back anytime you have me. Because thank you for having this business platform to kind of hear the um, insides of a business. Because yeah. you see the outside of a business. But it's beautiful to get this time to talk and pull out like what's really going on inside right. of this? <laughs> right so it can inspire someone um to either keep going or to start exactly 
and to Definitely. celebrate. I also like, don't forget yes. to celebrate. And it don't have to be a big thing that happened in your life. Like if you just did your LLC and submitted it, celebrate that. Yes. Because not many people are doing it. So everything that you've actually done, as small as it is or big as it is, acknowledge that and really put your chest out and say I did that because that's the way we get to keep going we acknowledges the um, monuments that we are achieving in our life very good very good I love that excellent and on that we should close and I would tell you to be well and we'll see you in the future <laughs> <laughs>